Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. Uh, it's just good to be back. I missed last week. I apologize. Um, Jared, what did I miss last week? Uh, Tammy was on the podcast. Tammy uh, from Matt James season, I think she was. Okay. Uh, she was also was on Bachelor in Paradise. It was great. She's awesome. Uh, she lives in uh, New York, L.A., and Tampa. So oh my I, gosh. I know I asked her about the dating scene in all three, but uh, <clears throat> Tammy was last week. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, definitely go check it out. It was a great one. This week, we have a very special guest who is joining us via Zoom yes. with, I think, a fake white wall background. Is that fake? No. Oh my God. That looked so, it looks like it too does look clean. fake. You look oh, superimposed really? in front of it. It's Katie Morton, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like Katie is zooming in from like the gates of heaven or something. Seriously. This is it. You should have like a little spotlight, a little halo coming behind you. This is it. This is my halo. Katie, well, welcome to the podcast. It's uh, it's a pleasure to have you here as always. Hey guys. I'm so happy to be back. Finally. Yeah. We're happy to have you back. Your hair looks good. Um, (laughs) What's going on? Fill us in on your life. What's, what's up with, what's up with Katie Morton these days? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm back in LA at the moment. Okay. And, um, I've kind of been a nomad, Dean. Love it. I love the nomad, Katie Morton. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of been a nomad. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving Dean vibes. Yeah, um, and that's good. I like spent some time with my family back home, but now I'm back in LA filming for like a fitness video. Don't you, you've done a lot of that before, haven't you? Weren't you on like a Netflix show? Or something like that. 
And you were like, you were like dancing or something, weren't you? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I am a professional dancer. So I I have been on a couple. Yeah, I was on a Netflix movie. Oh, Mm. damn. Good memory. Thank you. I feel like, I feel like they're probably not the same though. Obviously a fitness thing and a dancing thing are pretty, pretty different, but in the same arena at least. Yes. They're booked by the same agent. Yeah. Yeah. Booked by the same agent. I knew there was some, some connection there. Um, well, Well, that's exciting. What is this fitness thing that you're doing? Um, I'm like a fitness model for Beachbody. You remember back in the day, like P90X? Mm-hmm. It's that same company, and I'm one of their fitness models, like for the video. For like nice. Beachbody just- on demand? Yes. Uh, Dean and I know Beachbody on demand very well. They've been a sponsor in this podcast. So thank you so much, that's Beachbody. Right. And that's awesome, Katie. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm basically like Joel is. What the, he's the guy that's like, hey, guys, we're going to be doing, uh, you know, squats. And then I'm the person right next to him doing the squats. Oh, <laughs> nice. okay. So you're the person that, like, shows off the technique. So Joe will come over and be like, this is Katie's, Katie, ladies and gentlemen. Katie's got the perfect form. Yeah, get it, Katie. Yeah. Get it, Katie. And I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. Awesome. So next time, I mean, yeah, like Jared said, Beachbody's been keeping the lights on here at Help I Suck at Dating. So now when we promote it, we got to promote you at the same time. That's a win-win. Amazing. I love that. Uh, so cool. amazing. Katie, I have a quick story too. So I, I was at uh, the Warwick Mall about like three weeks ago, which is, you know, it's a pretty, pretty big deal here in Rhode Island. <laughs> and I walked back past, I think it was the GMC store. And I saw a sign for this company called Alani, L-A-L-A-N-I. And it's, it says, buy one, get one 50% off. And it was a big sign, probably like four feet by four feet in front of the store. And it had this very pretty lady on the front of it. I don't know if you can see it. It's me. But I was like, what? is this Katie? So I took a picture of it. I meant to DM you. And of course, I just got sidetracked. But I was like, <laughs> I don't want, I'm pretty sure that's Katie in the Warwick yeah. Mall in Rhode Island. Wow. And it is you? Told you I was a nomad. Yeah, goddamn, yeah. she's all over the place. So that is you. Yeah, that's me. So how does that work? I've always wondered. So do you, <laughs> like, do you know where your face is going to pop up? You, did you have any idea that you'd be in a random mall? Um, in all honesty, no, I had no idea. I I give people like depending on the contracts, people get certain rights. Mm-hmm. You know, at one one point we all signed a contract and gave away all of our rights. <laughs> but, Fair point. But like, no, yeah, like true. signed contracts and like you give the rights to like certain usage. And so yeah, I don't know sometimes how nomadic I will actually be. Mm. <laughs> so I didn't know I would end up in a mall in Rhode Island, but honestly, honored. I'm not gonna lie, that's been that's- like a bucket list of mine to be like on a featured poster in the Warwick Mall because I was like the mall. I was a mall rat in high school. So that would be the mall that we Yeah, we walked Smoking your down. cigarettes. No, candy cigarettes. No. I was a pussy, bro. I still am. <laughs> no, cigarettes are bad. We do not condone the use of cigarettes. I've got a, a similar-ish story. So uh, on my season of The Bachelor at my season, on Rachel's season that I was lucky enough to be a participant on, uh, there was a, a male model named Brady, really nice guy. Uh, and fast, fast forward like a year later, me and my buddy Alex, who was also on the same season, were driving, we rented motorcycles and drove into the north of France, all the way in, in France. And like this random rinky-dink little beach town. We're just walking down trying to get breakfast or something. And we look to our right and there's this bank 
And it's Brady, the guy from our season, the, the American guy that was a model was like modeling sunglasses or something for the bank. And I was like, I lost my mind. I was like, what are the odds in this little rinky dink town in, in France? There is a poster of a guy who is on the same reality TV show as this guy that I'm traveling with. It was just, a, it was weirdly serendipitous, I guess. But um, Small world. You, you never know where your poster is going to end up. I mean, Jared and I don't have the luxury of being just naturally beautiful. So we don't, we're not on any posters that I know of at least. Oh, um, yes. So we're not going to end up anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm poster. on Audrey's poster, but you know, I put myself on there. So, Hey, Jared, congrats on getting on the, uh, the road sign for Audrey's. Hey, thanks. <laughs> That's big. What's the bureaucracy like in that? Because I notice sometimes where it's like, Let's say a restaurant goes out of business. It would, it, the name's still on the sign like years later. So what is like the, what is this? What is that like? Uh, it was pretty easy. I mean, just, I had to talk to the property manager and be like, Hey, we need to get a sign up. So people know that we're in the plaza. So it was just like going through, it was, it is ridiculous how like time consuming it takes just to get the sign exactly the way you want. Cause they're, you know, and it makes sense. Like the property manager was trying to help me out. He's like, well, I want Andre's as big as it is so they could see people you know, so they could see from the side of the road, which means we'd have to make the coffee house and lounge smaller. So we went through different sizes and it was pretty, pretty like not strenuous by any stretch of the imagination, but I put a lot of time, more time than I thought I was going to for like being like, hey, just put a sign out front, please, for the love of God. So yeah. people pull drive by and be like, oh, that's where Audrey's is. But you know, it's funny. So the previous owner, he put up a sign for his coffee shop <clears throat> on a piece of grass and it's like stuck in a two by four and it's still there. But he went to the town and adopted the land. So I can't touch it. What? So hey. there's still a sign. Or I think actually he might have taken it down by now. But for like two or three months after we opened, there was still a sign saying like, hey, check out this coffee shop. Even though that coffee shop wasn't there anymore. And I was like, well, I can't touch it. I don't want to get in trouble. I think he adopted that land. So like that's his property. <clears throat> hey, um, on this on the same Audrey's note, uh, I just Googled Audrey's Coffee Shop, Rhode Island, Google Maps, expecting it not to be on Google Maps. But there, sure enough, there it is. Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge, 4.7 stars. Screw those people that didn't give you five stars, by Dude, the way. I, I, I wasn't going to say anything because, you know, as a business owner, I'm so grateful for everybody who comes in. But, you know, the stars on Google and Yelp, they mean <laughs> a lot to a business. You know, they mean yeah. everything because you go on. The first thing you see is, oh, 4.7. So we were at that's how I make my decisions. Exactly. Right. Like that's how people make their decisions. So we were at 4.8 and we went down to 4.7. <clears throat> and you know, I'm not gonna say this username. I'm sure they're very sweet. <laughs> but their their comment said, uh, menu needs to be expanded. Service and coffee are great, just which they had more food options. Okay, fine. I mean, we have a pretty yeah. extensive lunch and, and nighttime option, but that's totally fine. It's your opinion. But they only gave three stars. Oh, man. And it's like, if the service and coffee are great, and right. the only issue you had was that you think we should add more food to the menu, that's, that's fine. Very least. Yeah, you can't give me three stars because that's like, it brings us down so much and it really hurts us. Three stars is not good. It's like, it's like in school, unfortunately, when you like randomly would have like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but there were times when I would get like a bad grade. But it's like when you get a bad grade, it's so much harder to start at a low GPA and try to bring it up. Yeah. Like it's so easy to go down. And, right. And it's so much more difficult to just even bring that up. Like one bad grade affects you like drastically. <laughs> and you have to get yeah. like 
for one for one D, you have to get ten A's to kind of like balance it totally. out. Totally. And the same thing. We were at a four point seven for like two months, and then finally bumped up to a four point eight. I'm like, yes! After we got like fifth, like ten five star reviews, and thank you for everybody who leaves a great review for Audrey's. It means the world to me. And then so we were at four point eight. I was like, hell yeah! And then literally yeah. one three star review brought it down back to a four point seven. I was like, son of a bitch. Uh, it's the same. It's the same with uh, whatever. This is way off topic, I guess. But like when I'm investing money in like the stock market or in crypto or something, I'm like I can lose money so fast, <laughs> but I can never make it back as fast. It's like it's so easy to go down, but so hard to go up. So easy to go down, guys. Um, I was reading some reviews, Jared. I'm just going to share a couple. Oh God, uh, you're commenting back too, which is really good. Uh, and these are the mean ones too. Remember when we did the mean segment on Help I Suck at Dating? Don't read the mean comments about Audrey. <laughs> it's di- I don't care if you can read mean comments about me, not about Audrey's. Okay, okay well, then I'm not going to read them. I just have questions for you. This person is upset that you have your Christmas decorations up in February. Are the Christmas decorations down? Yes, they were down. So what we did, we thought was a cute idea. I remember that review <laughs> and I felt very self-conscious <laughs> about it. So Ashley and myself had the, we were very busy. You know, Dawson was just being born. So, and then I was bouncing back and forth between Virginia and our hands are very much on Audrey's. So it's, it's hard to like get a lot of things done when I'm not there. So we had the idea like, Hey, let's keep the fake trees up and make them Valentine's day trees Mm. instead of Christmas trees. So they were decorated with hearts and red lights. We thought it was cute. This person, I guess, still assumed that it was a Christmas tree and not a Valentine's right. Day tree, which is why they were upset that the Christmas decorations were still up. And What then, a silly thing to be upset about, though, you know? Dude. What a silly thing to, like, leave a review. Like, the, the, uh, I don't know. I feel that for me, it takes a lot for me to leave a review in terms of, like, right. I understand that it is really good for restaurants, and I honestly am sitting here thinking about it. Like, you know, maybe I should leave more reviews. Like, now that you're sitting here, like, as a business owner and I'm thinking, Oh, for the, because it's when places are good, it's almost this expectation of places to be good. Yeah. So you almost like don't even leave a review. And so like Mm. a lot of the times I find that the only reviews coming in are bad reviews. because It's just like, they felt compelled to share this experience, but most, the majority of the time, like you almost have to cut a restaurant some slack that maybe even has like a four-star review or like maybe a three-star review even because how many people are going in there leaving good reviews like the people that have a good experience is because they expected a good experience because you really should have one and yeah. they don't review because it's like an expectation and i think that it's just the moment someone's expectations aren't met that's when a review is left mm. so it's almost like not a balanced way of rating or it's true like judging a and like yeah. And like, how often do you go into a restaurant expecting it to be bad and then it's good and then you leave a good review? It's like, that's never yeah, going like, right? I'm never like, oh my God, you know, that was perfectly satisfying. I'll leave a review. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's yeah. funny because we do that in all different aspects of life. Like a lot of times I'll go to a movie with be like, oh, this probably is going to suck. And then it's like, oh, that was pleasantly surprising. That was good. You know? But you say it to yourself. Huh? You say it to yourself. You don't leave the review. Oh, yeah, yeah. My point being, though, is like we, we don't go to restaurants being like, oh, this is going to suck, you know, yeah. but it's it, we do it in a lot of different aspects of life where it's like, oh, uh, I see. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. 
Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. Azurex is a 100% all-natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today. Because let's get real, no one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence Love it or your money back guaranteed. What's the last movie, Jared, that you went into that you expected to not be good that ended up surprising you? That's a great question. A uh, man. Uh... You want to know, all the, while you think about it, I want to uh, say the opposite that happened to me. A movie that was hyped up to be good and I just it just didn't catch for me was uh, Encanto. No! What? Oh, Jesus Christ. I Should didn't I love, give you guys I, a moment? <laughs> I didn't love Encanto. <laughs> I love those movies too. Like that style of movie, the beautiful storytelling and all that stuff. Something about Encanto, just, I didn't love it. There was no like real major like point of struggle that they had to overcome. Yeah, I get it. The house is losing its charm and stuff. But I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't love it. And I was upset that I didn't love it as much as I wanted to. It's funny that you say that, Dean, because I'm going to go ahead and, and say I watched Encanto back to back like oh wow watched it and then was like i didn't even catch everything i needed to catch watched mm. it right away again i started playing i'd be like hey google play the encanto soundtrack i started <laughs> doing that that's how much of an encanto fan i am or Encanto encanto i that's how much of a fan i am of that movie so like of all the movies for you to pick <laughs> that's so funny and that like now that you say it i don't think that there was so much to overcome but I honestly I also didn't go into that movie thinking they should probably really overcome something here I was more there for the music because the same <laughs> guy that composed the music of that movie was the same guy that 
composed Hamilton. Okay, oh, gotcha. Uh, what's his um, Lim. L- Les Lay? Lim. Lin. Oh yeah, what's Lin. Lin yeah, Miranda? Lin. Yeah. I think so. Oh, what is his name? Same, same composer of Lim. Same composer of the music of music as Hamilton. And so I knew that I needed to like I knew I would just be like addicted to the songs. Yeah. I do love that guy, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Lynn. yeah. I like um because I, I liked Hamilton. He also <laughs> is uh he's super talented too. He's sung a couple songs. He sings this really good version of You're Welcome from Moana that I just am obsessed with. So yeah, I agree. I see where you're coming from. The music is very good. Um, I guess I was tuning in for more of the storyline, which I was just a little underwhelmed by. So what's the I didn't name mean of the movie? Forward, I apologize. What's the name of the animation movie where they're um, the kid plays music uh, and like they're dead, they're skeletons, and the yeah, to, is it I know, Coco? I know what you're talking about. Coco, yes. Oh, okay. It's so, one of those movies. There's like two of those movies that are pretty similar. I think Coco is probably one of them, yeah. I think it was Coco. So Ashley was watching it when I got home from work because she was watching with Dawson. And, and uh, I watched the last hour of it. Damn, that's an emotional roller coaster. Holy crap. Mm. That's a sad movie. I will yeah. say there's definitely more um, animated movies that have better or like more more of a storyline and more of like an arc to get over. Like Encanto is really flowy. Like it's just happy kind of all around. Like the saddest part happens like it's in a snap. I don't know. Have you guys seen Up? Up's up's an emotional roller coaster for sure. Dude, I, in five minutes into the movie, I was getting choked up. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Why am I crying right now? Oh my god! They do, they do start you on a low note though, with like the old man who lost his wife, and then he's all lonely, and you're like, yeah, I can see why. I'm like starting to tear up even just mentioning. It, I like, was like, about I gotta turn this off. Like I'm a 30 year old man watching this by myself. <laughs> I can't cry you're like, right I'm now. Low. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, Jared, we should get back. That's to ample dating. time for you to think. That's ample time for you to think about before we get back to dating. I want to know what your under under impressed movie uh choices oh like one where you were like so excited and you just couldn't you couldn't get over something about it i don't know oh Is there well one? i'd say most recently was the batman uh i was very you didn't ex- love batman did not love it uh i liked it i have only seen it once i really have to see it again uh but yeah i was uh very much looking forward to that movie and mm. uh there were things that i really liked about it but honestly there were things that i really didn't like about it either um so yeah, I'd say the Batman would be the most recent movie I could think of where I was like, didn't love it. That's fair. I, I feel kind of like a simple bitch because I liked it. And I know you have a much like <clears throat> deeper taste in movies. And so for you to not like a movie that I like, I'm like, crap, he's so much, he sees things so much better than I do. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, Robert Pattinson is great. Uh, I really enjoyed Paul Dano as the Riddler. Uh, I just thought that um, oh, I... I I think there's too much happening in that film. Uh, We don't have to get into the film critique of it, but uh, I really wish, you know, there's like a whole hour in the second act where the Riddler is not even shown because they really focus on the Falcone storyline and they kind of get into Mm -hmm. Catwoman's storyline a little bit. And I just felt like as much as I love Colin Farrell as the Penguin, I felt like he was underutilized. He wasn't in the film as much as I thought. Like if you take the Penguin character out of that movie, I don't think it changes the movie one bit. Um, That's fair. And uh, as much as I love Pattinson as uh, Batman, I just felt like he was lacking a certain charm, not because of his acting skills, but because of the <clears throat> the script. There's a lot of times where he's just walking around 
And I get it that he's, you know, intimidating Batman and he's a little bit younger and he's still kind of finding his way. But like a great example is that there's a scene where Catwoman, I won't, it's not a spoiler, but Catwoman has this guy on the roof that she's interrogating. Batman walks up and sees like her punching him in the face. And she's like, I found him. And he's like, I can see that. And it was just like a like one minuscule moment that was so charming from Pattinson as Batman. I was like, we need more moments like that where like you're letting Robert Pattinson breathe in the suit a little bit where he can really become Batman instead of like this overbearing emo type character where he's just and he is vengeance. So I get it. But I don't know. I, I would have liked to see a little bit more character development throughout the film instead of at the very end where he's like, oh, I need to become more than vengeance. I need to become a symbol mm. of hope. Which was a cool ending, well, ask, but the movie's three hours, so it took a while to get there. Let me ask you this. The Dark Knight <laughs> series, I feel like the first Dark Knight was, uh, it, it could critique a very similar way that you just mentioned. And then in the second one, he really comes into his own. So do you uh, first see that happening with Robert Pattinson's Batman? Oh, a thousand percent. I think Pattinson will become more and more Batman-esque into the next one. Sorry, Katie. We don't have, oh my God, we should really move past this because we're definitely losing subscribers right now. But my point being is yes, what I really enjoyed about Batman Begins going into The Dark Knight was that Batman Begins was the same thing, a story about Bat, you know Bruce Wayne becoming, uh, ultimately becoming Batman. Uh, but also one of the downsides, I'm sorry, of the new The Batman was Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is a character that I really enjoy. I like the yeah. duality of an actor playing both Bruce Wayne and Batman. And Christian Bale, as much as I didn't love him as Batman, I love him as Bruce Wayne, and I think he did a really good job Christian Bale really played three characters, honestly, because he played Bruce Wayne himself, where he's trying to become a better human being. Then he plays Batman, which is this like vengeful character who's just acting in anger. And then he also played the facade Bruce Wayne, where he's like this playboy billionaire and he's trying to put on this facade that he doesn't really give a shit about the world because he doesn't want people to accuse him of being Batman. So like that was really interesting to see. And unfortunately, in this incarnation, which I understand why they did it, but still, just because I understand why they did something doesn't mean that I have to like it, is that like this emo Bruce Wayne who doesn't say or do anything and is barely in the film just was something that I didn't really enjoy watching. Sorry. I love... I love how you're like, okay, we shouldn't be talking about this right now. You got me on a yeah, tangent. I know we got to move on. And then you go for 10 minutes about something completely random. I want to see it. When you were telling, <laughs> uh, explaining all that, which, by the way, thank you very much. I feel like I, my brain is swollen a little bit more. I'm a little smarter now. Um, I want to see a superhero movie like Batman, like, you know, like one of the mainstay superhero movies where, um, do you remember like uh, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me? how Mike Myers played every role, basically. I want to see a superhero movie where, like, Robert Pattinson plays <laughs> Batman and the Joker in the same film. I mean, that sounds wow. kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not, this. it's not the same person, but, like, he's playing both characters as, se as separate people. Like, like Mike Myers did, you know, like Fat Bastard. Like is, Freaky um, Austin Friday. Bowers. I mean, no, not like, like The Parent Trap. <laughs> is this supposed Nothing to be, like, like a drama or a not comedy? Not even close to The Parent Trap. I want it to be a serious movie, like a serious Batman movie where Robert Pattinson plays himself, the Joker, uh, the butler, what's his name again? Bosworth Alfred. or something like that. Alfred. Bosworth. Uh, he also, he maybe, let's say, let's say it's a, he, he, you know, Batman in this iteration of the film series is a homosexual. He also plays the love interest of Batman. Um, anyways, Anna's <laughs> getting pissed off at us for the movie talk. It's just an idea. If you guys are listening to this, and when I say you guys, I mean like the big wigs in Hollywood. 
take it and absorb it and, you know, try and spit something out similar to it and make me happy. That's what really matters. <laughs> exactly. Um, we're going to take a quick break and jump to a commercial and then uh, we're going to jump into everything revolving dating. I know it's a dating podcast. We have not been very dating centric right now. So taking a break, be right back. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. Azurex is a 100% all-natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today. Because let's get real, no one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence Love it or your money back guaranteed. We are back. And as promised, let's talk some dating. So, let's talk about Katie. Yeah, let's talk about Katie. My dating life is boring. Jared's dating life is boring. Katie, is your dating life boring? Nope. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't mind us asking, because you are on Help Us Suck at Dating, the last time we talked to you, you were in a very committed relationship with, uh, you guys Dang. were doing long distance, right? He lived in London? Still does. Still, Still does. are. Yeah. Still are. Okay, great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, because your your response to Dean's question was very um, interesting. So I was like, uh-oh. Oh, God, no. Okay, um, good. Whew. Like, we did um, actually, like, break up for a second. I mean, life is complicated, but... I, we like broke up for a second now because we don't like really care about each other. That was last year. And that was because we were like, how in the world are we going to figure this out? Like, is it impossible? Like, do we break up? Like we were just like, what's going on? And now, and then we were like, 
wow, we actually don't want to be without each other, which was really nice uh, feeling. And so now we're, it's still hard, but it's worth it. And we're in the process of like talking to an immigration lawyer. And Oh, so what is uh, immigration, you immigrating that way or him immigrating this way? So he loves it over here. Um, sometimes I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. He loves it over here. Um, so him immigrating this way, but just like to have the option to be here. Um, we've also talked about going there, but going there like in the future. Mm. Well, how does it work for him? Because he, I mean, obviously he has to be physically in London in order or, you know, England to work, right? Like his job is to be a soccer player, isn't it? Yeah. So he wanted to try playing in the MLS here. Mm. Um, when he came, when he came to California, he was like, I love California. I was Aww. like, yeah. that's why they charge us so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, because California is just beautiful. Um, he was like, I love California. And so he was trying to get into the MLS, but it was like a weird, you know, cycle of the MLS wants you to already have an international like players visa mm. and then they won't give you a visa if you're not already in the MLS. So it was like a thing where we were like, so is anyone going to help? Like we either need to get on a team and you sponsor us for the, for the visa because we can't get the visa without being on a team, but the team. Right. Wants to get the so that's what we found out last summer. And that's when we were like, Oh my gosh, this is quite a lot of work. Like we really yeah. thought it was going to be, cause he's a really good soccer player. So we thought it was, he also thought he was like, we're just going to go there. I'm going to get into training. I'm going to get on a team because that's how it works for him in England. And it just didn't work that way. Um, hmm. We're just trying to find ways around it in terms of like, there's a certain type of visa where if you're like an athlete, basically you can come and then have the visa to try out for a team. So we could present a team and say like, we have the visa already because they right. wouldn't want get into training without one. So we're going that route now. Um and yeah, that's well, that's I mean, it definitely like it's it's crazy to hear because obviously like relationships are hard enough on their own. And then you implement the dilemma that like, A, he lives over there. He wants to come over here, but he can't just come over here that easily. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's like, they'll flag you if you're in the country for two and a half months. At a, like you can be here for three months at a time, but you can't be here for three months at a time too often or also mm. get flagged and your visa could get denied and then you won't be able to enter the country. Jesus. So it's like, it, it, it added an extra element of um, stress to the relationship, I think. Right. Um, and it came to a point where I had to be like, okay. Like I was being a little bit of a negative Nelly because I was like, relationships shouldn't be this hard because they really shouldn't be hard in the relationship. But our relationship isn't hard when we're in it. And I think I got that confused because it's really just the logistics that are hard. Yeah, right. But man, what did we sign up for? But I'm really happy and we're really happy. And it's just like, it's like, wow, this is really going to be freaking worth it. <laughs> so let me ask you what happens. I don't know how it works when somebody gets married. Not saying that you guys should get married, but yeah. well, I'm sure this is uh, something that's popped in your head. Yeah, it, it has. I think like we're trying to make it, you know, just like more special. Like, I just don't want to be like, you know, I think we're going to be together forever, which I actually like 
I do feel like we're going to be together for a really long time. Like I definitely see him as my person, but just like marriage is like so intense to be like, it doesn't feel right to mm-hmm. be like, well, we need to get you into the country. Might as well get married. Like it, for me, it just doesn't feel like it's not the right time right now that feel, it doesn't give me like a, as good of like a vibe <laughs> to get married. Like it doesn't make me feel as like happy, but, um, you know, people do it all the time. Don't blame them because yeah. also like we, we did discuss the marriage visa with the lawyer just to hear it out. Like, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Holy smokes. The wait times are insane. Like it's like six months at least. And, um, it's just the wait times are basically insane. And then if you do get married, when you're waiting for the green card, it can take between two weeks to two years and you have wow. to stay in the country for that period of time. You have to stay in the U S for that period of time. And it's just, that's, and that's really intense. Like, yeah. especially if he doesn't have like a team here already and all of that stuff. So um, the visa option we're going with, like gives him the option to like be going back and forth between the United oh. States and England. And we both essentially would love to do that. And so yeah, I was like, oh my God, like, while you're waiting to get your green card, you have to stay in the country for like, I think some people are waiting at this point with COVID processing times up to three years, actually. That's insane. And you can't leave. Like there's no like going to Mexico. There's no going to England. There's no going anywhere else. Like you have to stay. That sounds very stressful. I'm, I'm very glad that uh, I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine the stress it puts on your you relationship. Like you were like, saying. I can't even not leave the country. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't believe that we're it's the year 2022 and we're still confined by these imaginary borders that like keep us rooted in certain places. It's like, who cares if you were born in the USA or in England or anywhere else? Like why? It just sucks that they don't let you move as freely around as we feel like I feel like we should be able to move around. You know what I mean? Yeah. or like Yeah. Just like a permanent visit. Like, I mean, I know that sounds I'm sure a lot of people like that. That would be like out of control, potentially. I understand why like some rules are in place, but I'm like, if you can prove that you're in a relationship, like, why aren't we just, or why aren't we just allowing it to be just a little bit longer? Yeah. The thing is a bit intense. I feel a lot of the laws are outdated. I mean, it's just because there should be obviously rules and laws, but I agree with you both. It should be, it's a little outdated right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I will say like, (laughs) England does have a really good health. I would say healthcare is like, nice like it's free for everyone and like all that so maybe later in life i can see myself there but guys it is the one thing i have to say about england i love england so much like england england till i die but like there's no sun and so that affects me a lot yeah it's no southern california yeah i was born in florida like the sun well i was born in virginia but i was raised in florida the sunshine state and then like i'm in california and so going there i love england like i think it's so beautiful but i i'm like actually a little bit nervous over like a long long periods of time without sun well yeah. you said that you guys both see each other moving back there at some point so yeah so what would have that could to be happen an issue is i would need to be a, i would then turn into <laughs> dean and i would escape to like greece or yeah. with sun frequently <laughs> yeah i mean why not you become a vagabond you could even just buy a van and you don't even have to have an address as far as the government's concerned you're just uh you know you're you're not even there you're just uh I'm cruising. an apparition <laughs> yeah you're cruising 
Um, I will say one of my best friends moved to London a couple years ago, and that was his one big complaint about it. He's like, it's always gloomy. There's never sun. And I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad. But he's like, no, it's bad. It's even worse than you think it could possibly be. So um, the healthcare is nice, I guess. And he loves the city of London. Like, I, I don't know. I could definitely see living there. So yeah, when countryside so it's really beautiful and it's it's really honestly beautiful like to go there and especially when you're in LA and everyone's quite literally on top of each other um to go from here to nobody being around it is actually like a breath of fresh air oh when do you guys when do you guys get to see each other now like how Um, often do you get to see each other here for two months January and February and then I went there for a month in March. And then now we have to wait a certain period of time for him to come back to the U.S. But mm. he'll be back this summer again for a month. And to also, like, help me figure out, you know, what I'm doing with all my stuff in storage here. But I'm really just like. So what do you do in, in the time period that he's not here? Because I think a lot of people going through long distance relationships have difficulty not being with their significant others. So how do you and him cope with the fact that like okay i'll see you in three months yeah so basically i I keep myself busy but also we have like certain times where we talk it's not super super rigid like like it's not super strict like it's but it's generally the same time every day i say good night to him at my 2 p.m which is like that's weird. And then you wake up and he's already been up for basically an entire day. Yeah. And I also, so I say goodnight to him at 2 p.m. and like, get this. Like, imagine I say goodnight and good morning in the same day. I'll say goodnight at 2 p.m., 11 p.m., 12 p.m. rolls around, or 11 p.m. rolls right. around. But um, I'll be like going to bed around 11 and I'll like text him good morning. And he's texting me good morning. So like, yeah. that's eight hours. Like, literally, like, eight hours happens in my day. It's like 2 p.m. I'm like, good night. And 11 p.m. I'm like, good morning in the same day. <laughs> and that's, it's kind of cool too. Cause then you get to wake up uh, at your 8 a.m. or whatever it is. And you get to ask him about his whole day and he can fill you in on a whole yeah. day's worth of information. Usually he's like, I've got one hole left in golf. <laughs> oh, nice. That's Oh, that's right. He was a golfer. We were supposed to play golf that one. Well, not the one time, but I do remember talking about that. Yeah, he, he'll be like, I'm on my last hole. And I'm like, all right, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this episode. We're going to keep Katie around. We are going to have a great guest coming up here in our next episode coming out later this week. Um, so, Katie, thank you for joining us this week, but you're not going anywhere. So don't turn off your Zoom yet. Um, okay. We are going to take a break and... Uh, Be sure to tune in next episode because maybe we suck a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday parties, and work functions. If you suffer from cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus, Azurex is an all-natural homeopathic treatment that will change your life just apply it topically as soon as you feel that familiar first tingle and when you have an active outbreak azurax will soothe the pain and help you heal faster order today and use code help to save 20 percent at azzurx.com love it or your money back guaranteed stop a cold sore before it starts and heal an outbreak faster 
Order Azurex today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 